Hello and welcome back to the ACSC podcast. My name is Charlie. As usual, this is probably the first episode you're actually going to see everyone's faces uh, for the first time. So it's a bit of a strange one. Thank you very much for the feedback. And obviously, this is a special, extra special weekend. So we've got two episodes with two guests. The first one is Elliot, which comes out on Friday. And today, which is our guest, Tom Jones. Uh, so is there anything you want to say, Adil, before we start? Yeah, obviously, this will be the first one that you'll actually officially see on YouTube. Um, that'll be out on Sunday. Um, obviously, we will still have the convert where you can hear this on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as usual. So, obviously, if, you, if you're still happy and comfortable listening that way, then you can still do that. Um, if you want to see us for the first time uh, on an actual um, podcast episode, then it will be on YouTube from Sunday. And again, yes. for myself as well, I want to welcome Tom on here as well today. Uh, I've actually spoken to Tom like before like this so it'd be interesting to just hear his um, perspective on certain things and, and his um, endeavours that he's gone through but I'll just pass back over to you Charles. Yeah so uh, the guest this week is Tom Jones uh, I went to university for one year uh, with Tom at UCFB and that's probably where we'll start this whole journey obviously UCFB I think it's a university not many people have ever heard of before uh, it's a speciality in football business side of things and it's based at Wembley. I think it's ventured out now. I think it's at Manchester City as well and I think they've gone worldwide. Yeah. Uh, so it's a great start. So what made you really decide to go down that route of going into the UCFB? Sure. So first of all, lads, thank you very much for having me on. Um, the, the main reason I went there, um, probably because I didn't really enjoy anything else at school obviously enjoy like sports and stuff um and then my dad was trying to drill me into sort of business like you know you must work yeah. for the man you must be in business blah 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 um yeah. so I was recommended to by a friend um something that put those two things together mm. so I had a look at it I thought it was a bit bit too good to be true at the start you know like studying in Wembley Stadium and yeah. seeing all these people and whatnot so I thought Do you know what like I went to a few university open days and it, it was good, but none of it really set the world alight until probably until I went to the open day at UCFB for the first time. Yeah, no, I was very similar. Same so I think me and Adil both went to an open day at UCFB as well together. We so yeah, exactly. I completely see what you mean. So from a football point of view, where I love football, studying at Wembley, which is the biggest way, it's like you're like, is this actually real? Can you do it? So I couldn't agree. As obviously, you ended up completing a degree. I dropped out after the first year personal reasons why I just after one year of studying now I didn't think it was enough for me that side of the experience so now you've completed what did you really gain and experience wise from going to that university um so obviously sort of networking sides um I really tried to push that as much as possible um I tried to get as many experiences as I could um but luckily I had a good friendship group around me who could um, recommend me to places like Watford, which we'll talk about in a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, but mostly um, I wanted to try and do things on my own. Um, yeah. So I, I did a load of random, not random, but things that weren't associated with my degree necessarily. Mm. So if I was to ever venture off into something like that in the future, then I can say I've, I've got like a sort of foundation knowledge from it. That's good for me actually. Um, as well, um, in terms of going into UCFB, was it something that you were quite, like, did you used to play football quite prominently or was it like coaching was something you wanted to do or even going any sort of route in football like journalism or was it something you were so focused on? Because I know you do, you're a coach of activity now, aren't you? So was there like the passion towards a certain, like a certain way of going about it or was it, how did you want to venture into football? 
Um, so obviously the passion was there to start with, uh, and it has been from a very young age. Um, in terms of like sort of where to channel it, that was quite open, which is what I quite enjoyed of it. So um, obviously I went there and I ended up choosing the marketing degree, um, mainly because of sort of the people that were involved and you know what you actually do on a day-to-day basis, etc. But it didn't mean to say that I still wasn't in, um, still didn't want to learn a bit about the media side of things, the broadcasting side of things, and the coaching side of things, which I'm, I've ended up doing now. Um, I, funnily enough, I did actually um, apply to work for Hendon, a football club. Or a, I think they're about step three side, just uh, down the road. They set a partnership up with um, UCFB, and I think okay. on my first second week there, um, I went for a coaching job, and. I, Ironically, I hated it. I, I thought it was the worst. Like I, I couldn't believe that I put myself through it. I went to yeah. I mean, JJB. I went to JJB Sports the day before. Bought myself like a full track suit. You know, being in London <laughs> in the student, that is, that's like a month, a month's, yeah, a month's allowance. Um, so I bought all that. I was really excited, and it was it, to be fair, maybe it was just the age group. It was for sort of younger kids. Yeah. Um, and also, there's different challenges for different age groups. So like communication was quite hard, and etc. I wasn't really getting my point across if you like I, I didn't enjoy it so I, I, I sort of said you know, you know I've tried it now I didn't like it at the time so I sort of moved on but um like throughout throughout my three years um I managed to uh, I did uh, media work experience um I did performance uh the performance analyst role which is quite interesting and then a bit mm-hmm. of marketing for Sky Sports so I had a bit of, oh, bit of a, yeah 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 a bit of a bit of a uh, go at everything really uh, I didn't want to as I said I didn't want to limit myself to one thing just in case in the future something came up that I liked and I had you know I wanted to have some sort of foundation knowledge about uh, it's good to hear I see I knew, I knew certain sides I think so but I think is that the main thing you would say is for anyone who is interested in potentially going to UCFB in the future people like you myself who have a huge passion for sport what would you say yeah. is the standout appeal about UCFB well, foremost about the university, and I say this to anyone, um, a lot of people have asked me about UCFB, and the first thing I say before even talking about UCFB is if you're not 100% sure that you want to go to university, don't go. Um, mm. You know, I, I've, like yourself, Charlie, as you said, for personal reasons, I've had like a couple of my friends, they've gone to uni just to say that they they go to uni, like go to uni, mm-hmm. it, it seems yeah. like, um, because the amount of conversations I've had with people where they said, like, I think, I think it was the first year my friend messaged me, said, look, I'm so, I can't believe I've done this. Like, I didn't really want to do it. I just thought I'd give it, you know, give it a go. So the first thing I'd say is if you're not 100% sure, don't go. I understand things pop up and everything. But yeah. you know, if, if it's not, if you're not 100% sure, then don't put yourself for it. Um, yeah. Especially being in London and a student, it's very, very expensive. Yeah. Um, but in terms of UCFB, I mean, obviously, I think sort of their main selling point is the location. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's not really many universities around that uh, offer sports courses um, that, that offer that in, in stadiums like that. Um, so obviously, that's that's quite a unique selling point in that sense. Um, yeah. um, another one as well is, although I didn't really, use, I, I try to not use it as much as possible, be their network. And mm. although they've got some great um, I know we had some great guest speakers that me and you went to, Charlie, sat yeah, yeah, row, you know, got to listen to some <laughs> great people. Yeah. Um, you know, like I, I try to not get the uni to do it for me as much mm. as possible. 
just so it, it for me for my own personal words like that i can say i've done it off my own back so i'd say to sum it up that obviously the location uh the guest speaker series and their network that's yeah, good to hear obviously, obviously, like, yeah go on charles go on i was gonna say like you said there is like i see i can feel most what you're saying is if you're not sure i was very unsure at first about going and i think i made the decision to go due to the fact i got sold on the dream of the stadium etc and don't get me wrong i had an amazing yeah. year and i made a lot of network and i think like tom saying networking is key even though i was only there for a year i made a lot of good contacts i worked for the fa for nearly two years from doing that job there so there is so many avenues you can go into that side of things there yeah and obviously from my perspective as well me and you charles do you remember we had that we went to the open mm. day and even then i think we spoke to was it sadie sadie uh, Sad yeah that's it yeah and obviously, I remember he was very, like, very passionate about it. But I was, like Tom saying, if you're not 100% sure on university, and I wasn't, I really wasn't. It was, it was almost a 50-50. Mm. Um, and obviously, I decided not to go. I know, Charles, you did. Um, in hindsight, would I look back at it, um, university, something probably, I probably would have done, maybe a different path, potentially, maybe not into UCFB. Mm. I was never sure. And, and it's interesting you're saying that, because a lot of people I've spoken to, they go uni and they come out with a degree, they actually say, it's worth it as long as you're obviously so sure on it. Mm. I was at the time, and obviously I decided not to go to university, yeah. um, which I never did in the end. Um, but it's interesting you saying that, actually. Yeah. Um, so we can move on a bit further. Obviously, like you're talking about so many things, and obviously I know you was at Watford for a while and a few different various yeah. roles. So how did that opportunity come around, and what did it entail? Um, right. So uh, as much as I want to say I worked with this on myself, uh, it was my flatmate. One of, one of our friends, Charlie, David Moe, yeah. um, he originally made contact um, with now the, I think, I believe he's the sales director of the club, uh, Paul O'Brien, um, just talking, you know, having that conversation and whatnot. Um, and then he spoke to uh, Dave about the uh, match day hospitality team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe mm-hmm. that a place became free um, in which he asked me to do so. Um, so I remember I got a, I got a train to to Oxford where where Dave uh, Dave lives, um, and then we were up at the crack of the dawn. And my first game, probably the best game I went to, or worked worked on, was the Watford Liverpool three all draw. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. So obviously you know it was first first day. I was obviously quite nervous as you would be. Um, mm. I had <laughs> it's quite funny really. Um, <laughs> I gave uh, Dave, Dave had to get me a suit, and um, he told me <laughs> he uh, he told me he guessed my sizes. So I was like, okay, you can't, you know, he's, he's known me, he's known me, he's known me for a while now. So he's he, he's not he's not going to get this too bad. So I ended up with thirty eight inch waist trousers, and I'm a thirty two. <laughs> the jacket looked like a onesie. I went in and I looked, I looked honestly so bad. <laughs> And I went in. You've got to think. Are you going in? And I've, I've I've met the um I've met the sales director, um the head of sales. I've met so literally the whole sales team, and I'm there looking like the Michelin man, just like hello. <laughs> um, so bless them. They had to give me a coat, and I had to wear that. But other than that, um, so what we did, it's, it's quite um, it's quite a relatively straightforward job. Welcoming the guests, mm. helping them in, and whatnot. Um, and then. Fortunately, most of the time we get to watch the game. And obviously, um, being an Arsenal fan and it being so expensive and hard to get tickets, it was nice to actually, you know, enjoy 
enjoy a Premier League football game because I know it's you know it's great to watch it on the TV, but it's nothing yeah. like nothing like being there live. Um, so yeah, I got to watch that. Um, bumped into a um, a couple of um, you know famous faces, a mm. um, couple of players that were injured were in the hospitality, so I got to meet them. And so one of the main things I learned was obviously you know if I was a fan of like, oh my god, can I get a photo? So like being as professional as possible. So that whole experience um, was amazing. And if they do watch this, thank you ever so much to the likes of Holly, uh, Paul and Amy. Um, you guys were great. Um, it was a great experience all round. Um, you know, like most games, I got to stand and watch the game with Luther Blissett, who's uh, Watford's all-time goal scorer and appearance mm. uh, holder. He's a legend of the club. Yeah. Um, it's just it, little things like that that made the job so great. Um, you know, I had to even drive the buggy. Uh, you know, at one point there's quite a hill, so you have to help the, the elderly people yeah. up the hill. Even that's got some, you know, like social, you know, aspect to it as well. You get to yeah. know people, you get the regular faces. I yeah. even took some of the injured players up and down there, so I got to speak to them when we were on okay. first name terms. So it, it, it was great. Um, it, what, it was what really. Was yeah, go on. No, sorry, what were you going to say? Go on. I was going to say, what was like your reasoning then at the end of, because obviously I believe you're not, you're not there anymore, are you? No, no, no I'm not. So, what um, the, so the way, the way I understood it was, um, we, after uni, um, me and Dave um, completed a commercial project for them, which was to help them with their online marketing. Hmm. Um, so we spent a couple of weeks on that and um, we gave them suggested suggested ideas. Um, I believe they used some of the campaign, um, which was good and it helped them. Um, so that was good. It was good to put on my CV. Um, I then uh, called uh, Paul, the sales director now, and I went in and, um, and spoke to him. I said, look, I've really enjoyed my time here, but I'd like to see if I can make this a full-time um, position. Yeah. Uh, and at the time, the, uh, the simple fact was um, that they were only hiring on spot. Um, and it was rightful that uh, David had got it because he'd been there a year longer than me. Um, yeah. And he worked like, you know, for the club a lot. So, you know, it made perfect sense. I wasn't you know, upset about it. Obviously, I was disappointed that I wasn't working there full-time because I really enjoyed it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but I understood the reasoning. Um, and we still now keep in contact now and again. Um, he said, like, he tells me if there's any any jobs going that he thinks I'll be good for, etc. So I've still got that relationship in that sense. Mm, so it's, it's been really good, good in that aspect. No, so what you're saying there is, I think, from my experience as well, working at FA, like you're saying, keep a professional is the one thing that I think you pick up so quickly within those sort of roles and aspects of seeing players so closely. And like I said, you've got to switch yourself from being a fan to actually an to employer. So yeah, start a professional so quickly. I think. Is that sort of aspect you learn to do quickly, or is that quite a hard adjustment you had to make? Um, it's it's sort of put on you, really. Um, mm. You can't, you know, read or research about it. You've just got to sort of no. do it yourself. Yeah. Perfect example I had. Um, I was working Watford West Ham, and I had a call, and no one um, we need. They needed someone to go and look after David Golds um, mm. for a, for a, for an hour or so. Um, so then that's when, you know, you've just got to just turn on Switch professional on. mode. Yeah. So I went to meet him. Um, I think, uh, David Sullivan was there as well. Um, 
and they came in and I was stood with them, obviously trying to make conversation with them and whatnot. What, well, sorry, um, I just put in there. What, what are they like in person? Because they're very controversial in terms of you know, <laughs> yeah, Sullivan and Golden. Oh, I was trying to avoid this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> David Sullivan, I can't comment on. I didn't speak to him as much. David Gold, he was um, interesting. Okay. Um, he <laughs> wanted, he sort of came in and sort of demanded that, you know, I'll do this for him, this for him, this for him. For example, um, okay. every, every VIP guest gets told where they're allowed to go and where they're not allowed to go. Mm. He wanted to go where he wasn't allowed to go. <laughs> um, and it wasn't something that, you know, it wasn't something I could do. Yeah, um, and he was getting—he was getting quite frustrated with it. He wanted to go. I think he wanted to go to the players' dressing room, but now, uh, like an hour before kickoff, obviously something I can't do. Yeah, you don't so have, I just have to remain calm, and you know, sort of that helped my problem solving in that aspect because you know I had to think of something fast. Hmm. Um, so in the end, I got I got my manager to come down and take him around there, which I think they let oh, him so do. They got his way in the end then. <laughs> He got his way in the end, but he didn't, you know, it was a real, I'm David Gold and you, you will do this for me and sort yeah. of thing, which I didn't, yeah. I didn't really like. But on the, yeah. you know, on the other hand, he doesn't, I've had, um, I didn't even know this, but Patrick Stewart, the actor, he's a director for Huddersfield, which I didn't know. Oh, okay. yeah. I didn't know that. Either. Interesting. Right. Neither did I. He just popped in. He was really nice. I had a good conversation with him. Um, Noel, uh, Noel Gallagher. Yeah, yeah. Yes. as well. Really nice guy. Really genuine. Um, John Motson used to come to a lot of, lot of the games. Mm. Again, really nice person. I mean, I met a, a lot of you know footballers or people around the industry that are like, really nice people. Um, yeah. Obviously, being Watford, I met Troy Deeney a few times. A um, couple of the other players. Yeah. They're all they're yeah. all really nice people. I've not I've, I've not met a, um, a player that was yeah. particularly rude or anything. No. Actually, yeah. there was one time. I can I can tell this now because I don't work for him anymore. Um, Etienne Capoue's wife was waiting for me to take her up in a buggy in the car park, and it was it was her and her child, or you know an elderly couple. And it was quite a cold day, so obviously I chose the elderly couple because of the weather. Yeah. Um, so I took them back up, and then I went I went back down. She gave me an absolute earful. <laughs> I didn't even know this. I didn't, I didn't get told this, but his son was meant to walk him out. For the game, oh, and he missed. <laughs> so, yeah. So you were. Uh, I was told this, but you know, I'm sure in that situation, I don't. I'm not sure many people would have done much different than me. No, you know, no. An elderly couple. Yeah, they yeah. were really cold, you know. So I did that. She wasn't very happy, but I, I, I don't oh, regret what I did. Another so right decision. Rather, you know, you got to prioritize. Yeah, um, but other than that, I've not really had any. Give me, give me a story. No, nothing else embarrassing has happened, I don't think. Give me a story at Watford, or even, yeah, even at Watford, where you, you can't ever forget. Something that's in a good way, or something that's completely, that's been like, it's going to stay with you forever, that you're like, frightened by now. Um, like, on top of your head where you think, you know what, or you met someone, or, you know, someone was, like, someone you thought was so, like, nice to you, or went out of their way for you at Watford. Did you have a moment right, like that? Tell you what, I mean, I'll keep it. I'll do one footballer and one non-footballer. So okay. first, first day, I'd just taken some guests into one of the hospitality areas. I turn okay. round and literally physically bump into Jamie Redknapp. Okay. First day, I've got a clue where anything is. 
nice, nice, nice enough. Goes, oh, where's the toilet? And I'm just there uh, thinking, they've mm. asked you to do this. They've stitched me right up here. <laughs> so I've had to take him around. I'm in mean, after stadium just to, just so oh, I'm in the toilet. <laughs> um, that was that was quite embarrassing. But as I mean, he, he understood. It was my first. I did say, you know, it was my first day. I don't know last time. Yeah. he was really genuine. Um, and yeah, really genuine guy. Spoke, you know, just spoke about football and it's you know you can talk about football to anyone but when they're you know pumped it on sky sports or whatnot yeah, it's yeah, that little bit of special yeah um you know like i think at the time when coutinho was sort of you know is he going to Barcelona? or is he staying mm. you know we just spoke about that um and then and then yeah showed him where the toilet was and then that was yeah, that. that and then i saw him at the end and he said thank you for your help earlier it's it a really nice guy <laughs> That's um good. and then the the other side of it the non-footballer Oh, that's an interesting month. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm gonna go with. Have you seen the chase? Yes. Yes. It's uh, it's it's the black guy from the chase. Oh yes, yeah. I yes, don't know I his name, so I'm. I've forgotten his. Um, I've forgotten his name as well. Yeah, I used to know exactly. it, but I forgot it. Top Yeah, yeah. It's like the destroyer or something. I don't yeah, know. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. But he came, and. It took me a couple of, you know, it took me a while to figure out who he was because I knew he was someone off the TV. Mm. Um, and then I worked out and I said, oh, I've got it. And he went, what have you got? I said, oh, you're on the chase. And he said, yes, I am. I was like, right, okay. I've worked that one out now. So that was all good. <laughs> that sort of broke the ice a bit. Um, but, you know, he didn't talk about... Sean Wallace, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, was that, sorry? Yeah, something is Sean Wallace. Yeah, Sean Wallace. That's, that, it. that's the one. But um, he didn't speak about himself at all. Um, he he asked me like, how's my my job going? Am mm. I uni? Am I studying? What not? So we had a good conversation. Obviously, because you're in a lift, you haven't got you know you haven't got that long. Yeah. But you can tell from like a you know small conversation, you know what a person's like. Um, yeah, so I'd say he he was he was really nice, and that you know that made my day because it's it's rare you talk to someone that's you know on the yeah. TV and they ask about you. Like it's it seems quite simple, but it's you know it's it's quite powerful to be honest. Oh, um, yeah. And then I saw him later on in the day and he, you know, he was taking the mickey out of my name and Tom Jones, you know, singing a song. <laughs> so I saw him a bit later on. Yeah. But he was, yeah, he was a really nice, genuine bloke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's 100% the best experience I had whilst... Funny, funny enough, Tom, actually, before we had you on, we, we spoke about this yesterday, we were thinking, we were telling everyone, Tom Jones is on. They're like, the, the singer Tom Jones, you've got him on. Have you noticed that one? And we sat and over there's not a joke that I don't know. My name changed to Jones when I was six or seven. Yeah. Um, and honestly, it. everyone kept saying, like, oh, it's not unusual, blah, 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 and whatnot. And I, I didn't have a clue what they were on about. I'm pretty sure you're, uh, you go by it's not unusual on like PlayStation, don't you? Correct, yeah. Yeah. Anyone wants so. to beat me at FIFA, <laughs> it's not an unusual one. <laughs> Um, so we'll move on a little bit, obviously from your time. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I know a bit. I don't know. I've touched on the view side deal. So I know you. Obviously, you're quite a good player as well. And I think he was involved with DTFC. I think everyone knows the name DT. Ooh. Obviously, Arsenal fan yeah. TV side of things. I think it's a good thing to talk about because what is he so really like? In is that is that DT? Well, you know what the T. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know if you didn't know. Is DT? Obviously, you had the Blood Brothers season. This is where deal was. Uh, he then created his own team. After right. that, it was called DTFC, and then I think I know I saw it from your Instagram that you was involved with the club, etc. Side of things. So, 
what was he actually like in person, etc.? Was he what everyone seems to think this bold character who does what he wants? Um, the thing, the thing I'll say is first and foremost is never judge a person from what you see online until you've mm. met them yourself. Um, I do hope he watches this in a sense because I think he'll be quite surprised at you know what I say. Um, how did it start? So it started. I met. Um, his son Kieran through yeah. one of my friends um, we just played uh, we had a 11 side uh, kickabout and mm. that's when I first met that's when I first met him um, nothing really was said just a little sort of thing just you know casual chat um, yeah. and then um, a couple of my uh, Kieran told a few of my mates that um, a team was being made called DTFC um, yeah. and that it was going to be a trial day so um, I didn't apply. Um, I'm not the most confident of players in the world. Like I don't, you know, I wouldn't say I am good enough for something necessarily. Mm. Um, so they they all went for it and they all got in the team. Uh, There's three of my mates, Anthony, Josh, and Sam. They all got in the team. Yeah. Um, and then I went to watch their first ever game. Um, and I don't think we really spoke. I spoke to his brother, uh, Simon, really nice guy, um, and a couple of the subs. Um, they won that game. I think Kieran scored the winner as well, so it's sort of like a fairy tale ending. Mm. Um, but you know, I expected everyone would expect him to like you know pipe up a lot and yeah, yeah. you know cause a load of mayhem and stuff. But to be fair, it was completely. It was the other team just trying to do it the whole time, um, and he actually kept his cool for for all of it. To be honest, apart from you know when he scored at the end, but you know who doesn't want to score a last you know last minute winner? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we can oh, see them all on nine. You know, we can see them all on FIFA all the time. <laughs> yes, um, yes. No, so, so yeah, I was gonna say. So, like your aspect of like getting involved, what was it like? Is it because see everyone sees it on the YouTube? Is it as serious as he wants to say? Because I know he talks a lot about wanting to literally become very similar to like a professional side. Did was you sort of did you see that then or? Yeah, I mean, it, it, the reason that it was in that sort of professional environment is because, obviously, his brand himself, um, <clears throat> everyone that we played or everyone that I played against, they they played, you know, so much better than they normally would just because of us. Yeah. So, you know, we didn't have... There was a lot of um, other teams in the Blood Brothers League who played, like, sort of easier games. But yeah. we played some really, really good teams. Uh, some of the teams, probably some of the best teams I've ever played against in my like, whole career, if you like. And I mm. sort of dabbled at sort of like lower non-league level, uh, lower like semi-pro level. So, you know, that is quite a big thing to say. Um, in terms of management, if you like, um, he wasn't what I expected to be. I thought he was mm. going to be like on the touchline all the time, you know, going crazy if we weren't doing something yeah. right um but he was he was very calm which you know may may surprise some people mm, um nice. he was he was very he was very composed he just he named the team um he just said what he wanted out of everyone and then if we did well he'd give us praise at half time and if not he'd go absolutely ballistic which is which is pretty normal to be fair mm. um what position did he play Henry? What What's that, sorry? What position did you play? Um, I played centre midfield. Um, it's I've, I've sort of played everywhere, 
but centre mid is because uh, it's the, uh, the only thing I can do is pass. So just decided to put myself there. Charlie <laughs> knows that. When it, we, we played five aside at uni. Yes. I never scored. I just gave the ball to Charlie. I let him do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like saying there. You don't play anymore as 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 promptly now because you've always had injuries, haven't you? So is that been yes? So um, the whole thing with that is um, I've had two pretty nasty incidents. Um, the first one, I was playing just for my local team. Um, one of one of my teammates um, went in for a fifty-fifty with this guy, and uh, he caught him caught him a bit at the end. Um, yeah. And then he, for whatever reason, he thought it was me. And then basically, I've been shoved over on the ball, and then he came down and just like stamped on my ribs. Oh God, Jesus! Yeah, and he had and he had studs on, so it you know it left it left a mark. Jesus. Um, but referee didn't give anything, didn't get booked, didn't get sent off. Wow. Nothing, which is good. So I played the rest of the game and then I started having palpitations at work two weeks later. Uh, I was just carrying a box, put it on um, put it on a balance, one of my deliveries from one of my customers. And yeah, I started having really bad palpitations. I was I couldn't talk, I couldn't walk, it was really bad. Turns out I they uh, broke three of my ribs. Jesus. So I was out for um yeah, I was out for quite a while. Um and then literally I'd say as soon as I got back to as in recovering from the injury in full fitness, I played another game. Um the ball was bouncing, I kicked it up quite high. Um and the guy jumped to block it, which was fine, and then he left his foot out with his studs again and kicked me right on the opposite side of where I just got injured. God. Same thing. Awesome. Next day yeah. I went to hospital, two two ribs broken. So <laughs> I've not I've not been I've not been uh, very lucky in such, that sense. Yeah. Okay. So what we'll do is also move on to what you do now. And see that side of it. So obviously you're now a coach. I believe it's Hitchin Town. You're the manager there. I believe. Right? Yes. So we were Electric United last year. Um, yeah. We didn't have the best of seasons, um, but we have now uh, rebranded to be called Sky Mouthful Hitchin Town Supporters Club Football Club. Yeah, um, which is a, a traditional team that Hitchin Town used to use as a, a sort of um, Sunday side, if you like. Mm. So we're becoming a, the um, Hitchin Town Sunday side, which is um, which is very good. We've just um, sorted out our logo, new kits, tracksuits, um, everything. So it's an interesting project to be a part of. We've also had a uh, we're also hosting a trial day when uh, fit to do so, and we've had about thirty-five uh, people apply for it. That's good. So it's really good. 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 So, see, how did you venture into coaching and that sort of thing? Is that sort of culminated from your whole experience of times at UCFB and gathering that experience, just come to one and now decide this is the route you want to go down to then? Yeah, so, I mean, it first started, it was um, after my first rib injury. Um, I just I called the manager and I said, you know, like, I can't just watch. I need to help. I need to do something. Yeah just for my own just just it's just how I see it my mindset and whatnot and he said you know you can come and give me a hand and whatnot um and there was two managers at the time so I, I sort of became like the assistant if you like hmm. then one of them went on holiday so I thought right this is my chance to step up now this is my chance you know to make a difference yeah um I really enjoyed it you know the whole tactical um side of things so I he, he went on a holiday we had four games um, I think all the three, three league games with everyone who was above us in the top four and 
one game in the cup, which was against the team in division above. And we yeah. ended up winning every game. So okay. um, that really like sort of pushed me. I was like, right, okay, I'm quite enjoying this. Yeah. So then when I recovered, I sort of left that and I go, right, I know I like that. So, you know, when the time comes or if I get injured again, or if, you know, when I get too old, that mm-hmm. is a route I can go down. But it just, it, it just, it's just, I've just sort of fast tracked it really. No, it's yeah. good to see. It's good to see. Obviously, we'll put all your socials and that side of things in. But you're also doing one-to-one coaching now, and I think that's such a, yeah, an no exciting that. aspect because it's not something I've seen a lot. I think the only person I know of, I think he's Instagram. Is it Russell something? I think he does. I think he's superior striker, and he helps out a lot for the England training camp. Alan Russell. That's it. Oh. And he does a lot. And I've never really seen any other side of that thing. So it's. What made you sort of go down that route as well? Um, first and foremost, obviously, without being cringy, I like to help people. Um, mm-hmm. I know, obviously, with this lockdown, um, it affects people more than others. Yeah. Um, it's certainly affecting my physical shape as well. So <laughs> the first reason would be, it'd be something uh, to give me to concentrate on during these times. Yeah. Um, also, I know mentally as well, um, it can affect a lot of people. I know it can be quite mm-hmm. daunting staying inside. Um, so obviously when the government says that um, you know you could do like one-to-ones in the park or whatnot I just you know it just started off it's just an offer like you know if anyone wants to you know uh, work on their fitness work on their sharpness or when the, when the football comes back they're ready then you know hit me up and it's sort of it's, it, it's blown up really um, I, I didn't expect it to go as well as it has done mm. um, I think I've run the, my uh coach tj page for i think it's a week today and i've already got over 100 followers which is uh, kind yeah, of crazy i didn't ex- i didn't expect to have 20 to be honest so yeah. it, it's it's all happening really fast but i'm really enjoying it um and i've got a few sessions uh coming up this week next week um but literally i've got some semi-pro players coming down um some that just yeah. play local football um but it is literally just to help anyone, I'm not charging people um, yeah. for many reasons. I think that's um, quite important for a lot of people as well, where you're not charging. Is that free one-on-one interaction that you're offering, and that gen- that shows that you're genuine. You want to help people because obviously, if they want yeah. a fee involved, it's different. Where you're doing for free, you, you can tell it's coming from the heart, and you want to genuinely help people, which is which is a credit to you. And I think that's that's admirable. Thank you very much. I mean, it's just, it's it's. It's been it's quite it's quite hard because you know as I said one of the reasons that I don't charge is to, is to help people and I don't ever see myself charging to be honest unless it, you know it becomes too much um, obviously you know I have financial aspirations like you know to buy my own house and whatnot so whether that changes in the future it certainly won't be for a while um, another reason is is that I don't have my coaching badges yet yeah so I don't feel that it would be um, you know applicable for me to charge people especially this time but as i've said i honestly can't see the you know the the money any money being involved with, with it until mm. you know unless i'm you know i need to sort of push on and you know move out because i know i've got a lot of sessions coming up um but 100 percent for lockdown nothing like that will be put into place um and i'd like to it, it helps me as well develop as a coach so i don't you know, I, I don't look at it and think, oh, this is a great sort of money venture. I see it as develops me as a coach, helps me learn, and yeah, as yeah. I said, helps people. So that's that's my that's my main reason for doing it. That's Brilliant. good. So I think today what we'll do is we'll wrap it up. So if yeah. you'd like to have Tom back on again, 
I'm sure Nappy, he'd love to come. We'd on. love to have come again. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. It's such, but what I'll do is obviously follow Tom's Instagram. All the links will be below. If you ever need coaching, hit him up. I can vouch for him. He is a decent footballer. As much as he doesn't say, I he's, thought he's a little bit. So hit him up. Uh, yeah. So from us this week, uh, it's a pleasure to have you on, Tom. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, lads. Brilliant. And that's it. Thank you very much.